Welcome to Table Talk with Toddy, a podcast for millennials designed to motivate, inspire, and educate you on what it really takes to live a real life on purpose. This isn't your typical podcast. You can count on me to keep it real, funky, and relatable here on Table Talk with Toddy. Hi guys, it's Natasha Toddy Weston, and you are listening to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. This is episode 15, and today I'm happy to have Clarity Advisor Tiffany Lanier here with me today. In this episode, Tiffany and I discuss life after taking a leap of faith in 2012 to help startups and entrepreneurs grow their online businesses. Tiffany also opens up about the weird mental speed bump she hit in 2015 after her most successful year in business. It was through her transition that she found clarity and the ability to realign in her purpose. This is definitely a conversation you don't want to miss. Thank you for agreeing to do this interview with me for my podcast um, when I was thinking about the interview. You were definitely on the top of my list for a few reasons. Uh, One of those things is that I think a lot of millennials need to know the importance of clarity and why Mm -hmm. it's important, um, not just in business, but in life. So I wanted to kind of shine some light on that. And I know that you're like the queen of clarity and you just have this really positive vibe about you that I believe would be very beneficial to the listeners on the podcast so thank you for being here and and thank you for agreeing again to do this podcast so we're going to go ahead and get right into it i'm going to introduce uh miss tiffany lanier to all of you listening and she's the founder and ceo of a modern visionary She's an international speaker, facilitator, and clarity advisor to conscious creators impacting the world. And I'm excited to have you on here today. And I remember when I first came into contact with you, it was on Periscope, I believe. It was on Periscope? I think it was on yeah, Periscope. Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I was, when it I was, was on Periscope more actively. Yeah, you were doing the morning shift every morning, Mm -hmm. and um, it was something that I definitely did look forward to because, like I said, you just had this really positive um, vibe about you, and and I'm hopefully in this interview I could understand how you stay so positive all the time. (laughs) Yes, you can definitely dive into that. It has been a journey, so I, I wasn't always this positive, but we can we can definitely get into that. Okay, awesome. Okay, so before we get into that part, can you tell us, um, I know that you started your own business in 2012, right, after mm-hmm. having a job in digital marketing, um, yep. so not too far from what you do now, actually. Uh, you were still, like, in the marketing online space. So uh, 2012, so that wasn't too long ago, you took a leap of faith and you started helping entrepreneurs to grow their online business. So a uh, quick question for you. You always share on social media. You have this really awesome hashtag that says the shift is real. So can you tell us what a shift is and when did you experience the first real shift 
in your journey? Yes, um, the shift is real. The shift is always real. Um, and where that really stemmed from is that I've, I've always felt that we are forever shifting, right? No matter if it's the evolution of our personal growth or in our businesses or in our careers, the shift always is very real to us, right? Um, and so sometimes there's a lot of uh, ups and downs in, throughout our evolution, um, and so I feel, and this is on a personal level, that the shift is always real. And so when I'm hashtagging it, and it kind of took on that people started to just use it um, when I started doing the morning shift in particular. But my very first shift for me actually started during 2012 when I decided to take that leap of faith and leave my nine to five and pursue my own thing. Um, this was, 2012 was just a major year for me, both in entrepreneurship and personal growth. And that's where a lot of, a lot of things actually stem from me leaving my job. And when I left my job, it's not because I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Like I actually had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I just felt there was a calling, you know, deep down inside of me that I wanted to fulfill. And though my job was awesome. My bosses were awesome. They were young entrepreneurs. It was a great atmosphere. I just wasn't feeding feeding that itch that I had to do something greater. Um, And so I decided to just start where I was. You know, I was doing social media management for this company. So I knew I could just kind of go into that for myself as in doing social media for other small businesses and entrepreneurs. And that was that initial shift of just getting started of just saying, I'm going to have this leap of faith. I'm just going to go for it. And we're going to just see what happens. And a lot happened um, during that time, especially my first six months of um, of entrepreneurship. I mean, I started out the gate really well. I had basically, when I quit my job, I went to another job um, for about two weeks just because I wanted some more experience, but soon realized that that whole job thing wasn't for me. That was a huge confirmation. And I ended up turning that particular boss into my very first client. And my very second client was the bosses that I actually left. (laughs) So ironically enough, I started my business with my bosses. They were my first set of clients. And um, everything kind of took off quickly. I had a lot of referrals and things were great, at least for the first six months. And then I went into that spiral of entrepreneurship where you don't have any clients and you don't have any prospects and you're just like, maybe I should go and get a job. Um, And though I know I didn't want a job, I was kind of at that crossroads. And when you're at that initial crossroads, when you become, you know, your, your own boss, if you will, um, your personal, your personal growth and your personal inner dialogue really starts to get to you. And it was at this pivotal point in time, and I believe that was like the fall of 2012, that I kind of hit rock bottom mentally, but I knew I no longer wanted to live there. And so that is what I call like the great shift. So if you ever hear any of my other stories or when I do talks and different things, I talk about this great shift that I had. And it was when I was able to take myself from from experiencing, you know, depression and anxiety and angst and and allowing myself to just dwell in my circumstances, which I had been doing pretty much my whole life, even prior to entrepreneurship. But I knew if I wanted to do great things that I was going to have to really change my mindset. And that was a huge shift within itself. So that was really um, 
during that time period was when I had multiple shifts happening, but that was the biggest shift where I was able to go from being down and out and depressed and then learning how to, like you said, being more positive and, and creating a whole different outlook on life and business. Okay. Okay. So that makes a lot of sense. So that was your first, like, real, I think, life-changing shift, if you will. So Mm -hmm. it sounds like you made this initial shift. And because you kind of, you know, you quit your job and you said your first clients were your bosses, which is pretty awesome, then you I like kind of story. jumped into <laughs> Yeah, that's an awesome story, by the way. Like, you don't hear that ever. I don't think I've ever heard that before. So that, you know, that, that's pretty awesome. And I, I guess I'll say that that was kind of like a sign that you were really born for it, for what you do now, because of how – how that happened like you never hear people say that normally like bosses are like oh you're leaving the job then you know bye but it's kind of awesome that they saw (laughs) they saw your value and they saw that you are a pretty amazing person so they decided to keep you around so that's pretty awesome so you made this initial shift and because you took a leap did you always have did you have that clarity in your business from the beginning. So I guess my question is how how do you take that how do you make that shift, take that leap and how do you find the clarity in what it is that you're doing in that process of really becoming, evolving and growing and just really excelling? How do you how do you find the clarity while you're going through that process, that type of process where you're shifting? Okay. Um, so to answer your initial question, did I have clarity? No. <laughs> I did not have clarity. Um, I had no idea what I was doing, and I just kind of went with it. You know, that's – but there's also a difference between being a freelancer and then really running a business. Um, and I started out as a freelancer. So I just kind of, you know, took on the same responsibilities as I did as an employee, but doing it for myself. So they couldn't, you know, totally be the boss of me, at least not all the time. Um, but I didn't, I wasn't looking at it from like, how am I going to like really grow this as a business? How is it going to be sustainable? How is it going to scale? Like those were never thoughts of mine, at least, um, back then. And so clarity, really came over time and, and and I get clearer and clearer and clearer every day, every month, every year, um, over these last five years. So this March will be uh my five year entrepreneurial anniversary and my third year of actually what I say being in business <laughs> um when it comes to like live with Tiffany and really starting to build my brand. But um clarity is is something that does take action usually. So most people feel that and, and I'm all about clarity first. So if you can have someone like myself or someone that allows to really ask the right questions to get you thinking about how to get clear on what areas of your life, of your business that you need ultimate clarity, obviously that's a great help. That's a boost. But the majority of your clarity is going to come from you taking deliberate action and, and really just putting yourself in your, your will in motion, if you will, so that you can start seeing what works, what doesn't work, what your personality traits are, what you what you're triggered by, what comes up for you, all of these things you can't really calculate until you're actually in it. And it's when you're in it that you can start 
you know, putting things aside, like, okay, so this actually really worked well for me, or this is something that I really enjoy, or these are the types of people I really want to work with. So that's what I'm going to do, you know, moving forward. Um, from a personal standpoint, doing these activities really drain me. Um, they make me feel down <laughs> and I don't like them. So how can I either delegate these things or just not have them as a part of, you know, my projects and what it is that I do. But all of these things come from action. So it's really the shifting occurs while you're actually in motion. So what I call shifting is this this inward, um, and these are all kinds of, because shifting and clarity are kind of vague, right? So clarity is just that sense of purpose, like, okay, I know exactly what I'm going to do and how I'm going to, or who I am and how I'm going to go about doing it. And the shift is that initial change, just that initial um, healing point, changing point, um, moment of aha, if you will. And so I call, um, I actually have like created my own definition of shifting, but it's the inward act that we produce. So changing, healing, switching over, you know, our habits, um, and behaviors, thoughts, to create a more positive outward experience. So whether that is living more fulfilled, having really awesome relationships, having more financial abundance, doing the work that we love, all of that occurs once you do the act of shifting. I hope that made a lot of sense. Because <laughs> I kind of went in a whole different way about answering your question, but hopefully that was straightforward <laughs> that is that makes a lot of sense when you broke it down you said you had your own definition so from what i take and i was just jotting down some notes clarity is really kind of like the the uh active discovery of yourself you know you said deliberate action so it's not staying still and getting clear it's moving and getting clear so that's mm-hmm. what kind of what i took away from what you're saying you know some people say well i need clarity but then they're not really taking action to make that thing come into fruition so that's what I gathered from what you said, and then shift is really the inward act that produces clarity. So that makes a lot of sense, actually, um, a, a whole lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, defining it, which you normally do a pretty good job at defining it. I watch all of your videos. I'm on your email list, and that brings me to my next point. I remember last year you sent out an email that, I think the subject of that email will forever go down in history as the best email subject ever. You said, I feel like a fraud, um, I'm a liar, or something along those lines. And I was like, what in the world is she doing? <laughs> right? It's like um, business faux pas 101. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was like, oh, my goodness, like, what is she like oh my god like i had no choice but to open that email and i'm sure your open rate for that email was probably sky high because yeah, i think people were like oh, i knew it and i'm just kidding <laughs> they wanted yeah. to know what is she a fraud in i just knew she was up yeah. to no good <laughs> right because i think with you know all of the um, interactions we have in the digital space you know we're always a part of us kind of is always looking to see, like, what holes are going to fall through with a lot of people, you know, because what we see online a lot of times is really a facade or you really don't know if it's a real thing. And it's kind of hard to decipher that unless you really know a person. So I think 
you know, when people probably saw that email, they were like, okay, well, maybe it either supported their thoughts of you or it didn't. Mm-hmm. And so when I opened the email and I kind of read through it, I was like, okay, I see what she, where she's going with this. And a part of me could relate to it. But what really put the icing on the cake was not too long ago, you did a Facebook Live video from your personal page, which I don't think you ever, you weren't doing that often at that time. And you said you felt like a fraud and you called it a weird mental speed bump that you were experiencing, where you felt confused, you felt lost. And this was in 2015. So mm-hmm. now you went back, you said 2012 was when you really started to feel the shift. So can you tell us in 2015, what, what series of events caused you to feel like you were hitting a weird mental speed bump? Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like in order to get you to 2015, I almost have to take you from 2012 to 2015. Um, well, really, it it was it was a series of events and things. Like 2015 was probably one of my most successful years um, at that up until that time. Now it's I mean I I'm like what year is it? 2017. Um, up until that time, 2000 I don't even know what year it is. Up until that time um, of me actually making that announcement, which I think was fall of 2015 of the, um, the fraud and all of this. Um, up until that moment, 2015 was actually like my best year in business ever, like my best financial year, like the year that I was getting a lot of recognition and people were really taking notice of me. Um, and 2014 wasn't wasn't that bad either, but that was also the year that I got pregnant. And so a lot of things started to shift, uh, I guess, from 2000. Let me just go back and give you a little perspective. 2012, 2013 were really those years of the grind, like uber grind of, okay, I'm in this, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm freelancing, I'm just trying to get business, I'm also trying to learn everything that I could get my hands on, that's when I was like really diving into personal branding, into business development, into online business development in particular, so when it comes to creating courses and programs, and I was just watching every webinar and joining every program that I could get my hands on, so those two years were like very informative um, for me. And I was just really, really grinding it out. And it was 2014, March of 2014, that I decided, you know, it's really time for me to practice what I preach and stop helping everybody, you know, build their online presence and build their brands online and not do the same thing for myself. So 2014 was uh, that March was the time that I officially launched live with Tiffany. And so that was my my online uh, persona programs courses, coaching, and all this stuff that I was doing. Um, But three months later, after launching Live with Tiffany, I got pregnant and did not see that coming. (laughs) Um, And so it kind of put an interesting, and and to be really honest, like I did really well, like my first quarter of Live with Tiffany. Um, It was my first stint of getting like high-end, high-paying clients. Um, I launched my very first course. And so I was doing all the things that I finally were putting into, like, all the things that I learned and finally putting them into motion, and I was really excited about my growth and where I was going to be in the industry if I just kept chugging at it. Um, and then I got pregnant, <laughs> and then things kind of took a slight turn. Um, yeah. You, you, you know. <laughs> they took a slight yeah. turn. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. Know. 
I was sick. I was tired. You know, this was my first pregnancy. I had no idea what to expect or what to do. And I spent like the first trimester in bed, basically, <laughs> um, trying to, you know, maintain the clients and stuff that I had. But my, my drive that I was, you know, really going for just was completely dead um, for right. a few months. And then, and then in uh, the fall of 2014, I got my energy back and I started going back at it again, um, decided to slightly pivot. I don't know why, but I did um, and started taking my stuff offline again. So I was starting to do, you know, in-person workshops and everything. I just really wanted to do what I what I felt like I knew best, what I was comfortable in, because I knew I had to, like, make a decent amount of money to have this baby um, and and, you know, prepare for her. So right around this time, though, I experienced. Um, some complications with my pregnancy. So once again, kind of hit with another extreme curveball um, mm-hmm. that I wasn't anticipating. You know, these are things that you just can't plan for. Um, that was actually quite fatal. And so at this point in time, we're looking at fall of 2014, and they're telling me, well, you might lose your baby and could lose your life in the process. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> well, well. Yeah. So what, you know, what do you do? Like, what do you do when you've pretty much been given one of the biggest curveballs of your life? You know, someone basically telling you that you might be losing your life or at the very least losing your unborn child um, in the next couple of weeks. So that took everything to another level of confusion and just being like, okay, well, this year is interesting. <laughs> um, I started off really well. I took a little hiatus, but now I came back strong again. But now it looks like another curveball is hitting me. Like, what am I supposed to do? Um, I took – so basically everything that I started to build offline again, all my workshops that I had planned and all of this stuff had to pretty much go to the wayside because I was on bed rest and I couldn't leave my house. Um, and then I knew that was like my biggest sign. Like, Tiffany, you've been learning all this stuff about building your brand online and doing everything online. You've been helping people build their brands and, you know, use social media to really advance their message online all of these years. So why don't you just focus? You know, and that was like the key. Why don't you just focus on really making this work for you? Because you kind of have to. You kind of don't have a choice. You don't have a job. Um, and good thing because I wouldn't have been able to keep a job at that time anyway. Um, and you can't do this offline thing that you were, you know, trying to kind of dabble in both worlds. So why don't you just really sit down because you have to and like focus. Um, and that's what I did. In fall of 2000 or the end of 2014, I just like buckled down, had a series of webinars, launched a program, um, and went into the new year pretty much making the most money I had ever made in one single 30-day period ever um, up until that point, hitting over five figures in one month. And that was huge for wow. me. Um, and it was a huge breakthrough. And go ahead. If you have any no, I was just saying, wow, okay. that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and, and, it, and it was awesome because we were hitting, you know, rock bottom almost again uh, before this huge leap. Um, and I was then going to be able to, you know, have a, a maternity leave that I had to give myself and be able to pay all the bills and then keep actually advancing my business. And so from that point forward, everything, even though I was in my last trimester, 
of my pregnancy, um, which, by the way, everything ended up working out and it give you the full story or the scope of, of what I was going through. But um, everything did work out. And I had my baby in March, um, was able to take a month or so off with her. My business kept growing and everything was on the up and up. <laughs> In, in 2015. And by the fall of 2015, I had this like really weird, like epiphany or something, which is where that email kind of stemmed from, because I'm like, you know, I've been doing everything that I know, everything that I've been taught, everything that I've been um, feeling is the best way for me to run my business. And it has worked. But there's something missing. Like there's a piece of me or there's a piece of my messaging or there's something that's just not working for me anymore. And what is it? And I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, even though I did, you know, because that's the interesting part about ourselves. We all know the answers. We A lot of the answers yeah. are just really embedded, and we don't take the time to sit with ourselves and, like, really listen or try to discover what the answers are before we, um, you know, just try to keep running and, and, and just pushing them to the side. Uh, and for me, I just realized that, I was doing a lot of the work that I wanted to do, but something like there was this bigger piece that was just really missing. And this was a time that I realized that I was a clarity coach, that I really wanted to focus on clarity, really, which was ironic because I couldn't get myself clear for the life of me. But I really wanted to focus on helping people get clear. Um, and I didn't want to do the marketing piece anymore. So that was that big, that big deciding factor. Not that I don't love marketing because I actually do a lot, but I don't necessarily love to teach it all the time and I didn't love to be the person that was trying to teach you marketing funnels and sales funnels and all those things just really didn't light me up um though I knew them and I knew them very well and people came to me for that kind of info I don't think I realized what people were really coming to me for and I and it was really for clarity it was really for motivation and inspiration it was really for them to be able to kind of unlock their personal gifts um and I was just kind of sugarcoating that aspect and then also throwing marketing in it, right? So that was just kind of an added bonus. And so it was when I had this realization is when I'm like, I'm just going to confess to my my audience about <laughs> being a fraud, even though I wasn't, because everything I did was, you know, living in, in my purpose in that time. But my purpose was evolving, and I had to allow for that. I know that was a lot. <laughs> No, no, this is good. This is good. You're, you're, um, you're bringing us up to speed. And I think, uh, were you done talking? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we can, we can, you, okay, okay. you can ask a question and I can keep going. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So what it sounds like is that, cause Tiffany, I'll be honest, I've gone through this, I guess this type of shift as well, where you feel like you're doing everything that's true to you, but a part of it still feels like, okay, is this really what I am supposed to be doing, like, you still kind of question it. I think it's like this, and maybe I don't think it's just an entrepreneur thing, but it's kind of like this mental game of tug of war where you're like, I this feels good, but it's still not everything that I need to be. And mm -hmm. I also went through a season where I, like, completely shut down shop on my business. Like, I stopped taking clients. I just really, I really wanted to just like climb in a hole and really discover what it was that I was really truly supposed to be doing because I do believe you you say something all the time that purpose comes in um 
there's different levels to purpose, something along those lines that you always mm-hmm. say, and I agree with that. I feel like as long as we are walking in purpose, we'll always, in a sense, be in pursuit of purpose. So we'll always be wondering, is this truly in alignment with what it is that I'm supposed to be doing? And I also went through a phase where I was like, okay, I know I get a lot of response. I get a lot of requests for motivation, but is this what my business is going to look like? So you go through that phase where you're like, this is where I'm delivering the best, but is this in alignment with my business model? How is this going to make me money? So mm-hmm. in the from the motivation aspect, I was using, you know, my own personal stories to really um, provide value in other people's lives. Rather, it was motivating them, helping to change the way they looked at certain situations, whatever you, you know, want to call it, but I also went through that type of um, phase where I just kind of shut down and I just was like, I've got to figure this out now before, like you said, you keep pushing things to the back and, you know, saying, well, I'll just figure that part out later. So I know in your Facebook Live video that you did, you also did that. When you did your daily shifts on Periscope, you were using a lot of your personal shifts to help other people. But while you were doing this, you were also having this mental battle, like, you know, am I a fraud? Like, am I really showing up the way I need to be showing up? So, um, you know, could you give us some practical steps on how, because you call this creating from the core. You were you were being true to yourself. You were just trying to still figure out, if, was it in alignment with your purpose? So. Could you kind of give us some practical steps on how do you create from the core as an entrepreneur, but also keep that in alignment with your purpose and be able to monetize it as well? Sure. Um, I mean, everything came out of that moment in time. So, like, creating from the core, like, all of my core courses and the core academy and my core collective and my retreat, the core lines, like, all of that, like, my branding and the shift as well, like, all of it was created out of this shift that was happening within me. Um, and so, like, like you were saying, it's called phases of your purpose. Everything that I did up until that point was a part of my purpose. All of it was right on time. All of it led me from one step to the next, taught me lessons, taught me skills, gave me clients, gave me perspective. Um, all of those things were very much needed. Without them, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't even have been able to have a shift, you know, into what I've become without all of those, every single one of those steps. And so I am super grateful and as we all should be. Um, and if we can recognize that you know, life is just an ever-ending learning experience. Um, things don't always feel so bad. If we can just know that these are lessons to be learned and then you apply them where it's necessary. And so creating from the core did stem from me getting back to the core of who I am. So I started, you know, once I started working even with my own coaches and my own mentors, getting, and that's what they helped me do, get back to the core of Tiffany Lanier. Like, who is she? What does she stand for? What is it that she wants? How does she want to show up? What are her talents, her innate talents and abilities and skills, and how can they all be formulated to really create something magnetic um, in the market? 
marketplace because I think that's what a lot of people are actually missing. Everyone's trying to figure out the best way to be the next best person. You know, like we're always looking right. at everybody yeah. all the time and we're like, okay, well, they, they did this email marketing challenge strategy. So like, that's the best thing that I'm going to do. Or they're using this color and this kind of scheme. And that's really awesome. So that's something I'm going to try and do. So we're constantly mm-hmm. trying to pick up pieces of everybody else to create ourselves. And that's when you start to, and you get you get to a point, like you said, you've experienced, and I've definitely experienced, you get to a point where you're just like, who am I? Like, what is happening? Like, I don't even know why I do all the things that I do, except that I just picked it up from a whole bunch of people. And I've tried to put right. my business and my brand together. Um, and so creating from the core is really getting back to the square root of you. Um and in identifying these key factors and getting clear, this is where the clarity comes from, getting clear on on these different these different phases of your life, these different phases of your career, um, getting clear on who you are as an individual, your stances, your core values, your core desires, your core beliefs, and then going into, well, then what? You know, once you have all of these things down, once we've created all the lists and, like, really getting, you know, to the bare bones of you as an individual, now what is it that you really want to do? Like, what is really calling you? Like, what is is that purpose that you are meant to fulfill today? Not necessarily five years from now or ten years from now, but what is it that you're supposed to fulfill today with where you are? Starting with where you are and what you have, like, how can we um, start building something, start creating something, start monetizing it uh, from this particular state? And then it takes you into the how. So then you get into, like, the how. Most people are just trying to always figure out how first. <laughs> like, how do I do this? Like, well, do you even know <laughs> what it is that you're trying to do before you just jump, you know, into marketing? I would always tell my clients when I was doing tons of marketing, it's like, what are we marketing? Like, do you have everything that you need to get to this place of marketing? Like, marketing is that last piece. It's that piece that right. comes Right, it's like first in. things first here, right? <laughs> right, like, it comes after you have – who you are or your brand or your products or your services and then you market. Most people are just trying to market themselves first, but they have nothing to back it up, which is why mm-hmm. most people have a hard time monetizing their brands because they're just marketing or being inspirational or motivational, but they don't really have a backing to to really funnel people into, you know, a process with them. Um, so it, it, it requires all of that if you really wanted to start from scratch and, like, really build, you know, build your way up. But it also is just getting back to, like I said, the square root of you. Um, who, who am I? And what really lights me up? And what is that key thing that I can do um, that will allow for people to really know me, know my personality, know what I stand for, and know what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do? And if you can do there, now I call you a core creator. And now you can, like, set waves in your industry. You can feel good about the work that you do. You can start getting paid well for the work that you do. But all of it's a process. And you kind of have to allow for the process, too, because not all of it can be figured out in one session of any sort or one course of any sort. Um, Once again, after you get all that clarity, you actually have to start living it, right? So you actually have to start doing it. And that's where the magic happens. The magic is from the doing. Absolutely. So that makes a lot of sense. So I always ask people or tell people because I realize when I 
really started to get more clear because like you said clarity is not something that just happens in one day it doesn't happen in one year it's like a constant um process it's, it's you're always going to be getting more and more the ultimate clarity and, right like the ultimate yeah. clarity is a process like you can get clear on a particular something in like one day <laughs> but um the ultimate clarity of like your long-term like purpose fulfillment all that kind of stuff it, it does take some time right so it goes back to a question i was watching uh, tony robbins something that he had on youtube and he brought something to our attention that i never forgot and he said always ask yourself the big question what do you want and not what do you want with the limitations of others or what other people want for you, but what do you truly want from the core? And mm -hmm. that never left me because that brought me so much clarity because, like you said, I think with the age that we live in, we're always looking to see who's got the best marketing strategy or who's branding themselves this way and that way until we kind of lose ourselves. So I think that that's also a major part is really being honest with yourself and saying, hey, what do I want? What, what am I good at? What can I offer the world that maybe somebody else has to offer, but how can I do it in my own way and really feel good about it? So do you think that it is important for us as entrepreneurs to schedule in time to just take a step back and make sure that we're in alignment with what the things that we want? and what our purpose is in life because you know sometimes when we get smacked with that kind of reality check it's really not by choice it's more like we've just hit rock bottom and now we've got to go back to the drawing board so do you think that it's smart to kind of schedule in some time like maybe once a month to just go back and look and make sure that we're still as close to being in alignment with our purpose as possible so that we're not like getting too deep in stuff that's not for us and then we lose ourselves in the process do you think that that would be something smart for us to do as entrepreneurs totally um you know whether it's monthly i, I would say quarterly um because every month if you're if you're doing it right in the sense of if you have campaigns and things you're trying to do in market every 30 days is probably too soon to really see how things you know, how they evolve and how they work or don't work, but at least every quarter. And you can, I mean, monthly you can do check-ins with yourself. Like, do I feel, do I feel good about what I'm doing and what I'm producing? Um, does this feel, you know, and that's really going into your feelings. Um, hardcore business owners probably are like really left brain. They are just looking at numbers and graphs. But I think in our time of, I think in our millennial time, as well with our digital, uh, you know, technology strengths and how we're more interconnected. We're starting to learn how to connect to ourselves in the process, which is that shift. Um, and so with that, I think it's important that we ask ourselves constantly, how do we feel and what is it that we want? So I love, you know, what you said from Tony Robbins, because that's the key question that I ask every single person that I work with. And it seems to be the hardest question for anyone to ever answer, ever. Um, <laughs> Like, just nobody knows. And if you don't know what you want, how can you go after something? You know, if you if you don't know what you want, how can you get anything? Um, you get exactly you get exactly what you don't know you wanted. And then you're like, well, why is this happening? Or because you don't know what you want. <laughs> and you just start making, you what? know, random yeah. decisions. Um, mm -hmm. So 
with that, I would say at least if you are in that very beginning phase of becoming an entrepreneur or really exploring and discovering, like, who am I, who do I want to become, what is it that I want, um, just allow space for yourself. You know, allow space for yourself. I'm not saying take a year or two years to, like, you know, you don't have to go tra- back or uh, traveling through the backwoods of Costa Rica to really go find yourself, <laughs> even though that would be nice. Um, you don't have to yeah, do that. Yeah, sounds pretty good right now, actually. Yeah, right? <laughs> Um, you don't have to do that to, to discover, but also don't feel that you have to also hold back. So I think a lot of the time people get very in, in their heads, you know, really, really into their head, like, okay, well, I'm not sure. And because I'm not sure, I'm not going to take any kind of deliberate action. I'm just going to keep coasting mm-hmm. in my, my uncertainty. Um, and I think that also doesn't serve you or serve the world in any way, shape or form either. So for me, 2016 was uh, was putting into motion kind of some of the epiphanies that I had in 2000, the end of 2015, and a lot of it was trial and error. Like I, I kind of almost felt like I was a new entrepreneur again, to a certain extent, with some of the things that I was up to because I was really trying to nail um, how I want this to feel, like the kind of courses and programs that I create and what ways that I create them. I was getting bored with the way that I created stuff before. Um, they were stale to me. It was kind of sterile to me. And I wanted to put lights back into to how people worked with me and how people experienced working with me. And so I spent a lot of time really focusing on that um, feeling and emotion of, of how I wanted to show up because we don't really talk about that anymore. Like, of course, there's the logistic side of putting together, like, let's say, a course or a program. But what is it that you ultimately met? you want them to feel and how you want to feel in the process. And that's not just in courses or programs, but all aspects of your business. Um, and when you can feel that way, when you are doing the work, then things do start to feel aligned and they feel aligned quickly. And then it's about keeping yourself in alignment, making sure. But once you, you are clear and you know, you can easily start saying yes and no to things. When people offer you, you know, opportunities, not every opportunity is a good opportunity. Uh, or an aligned opportunity, not even if it's good or bad, but really an aligned opportunity for you and where you're trying to go. So the more you spend time with yourself reflecting and making sure that you're infusing, you know, your heart and your soul, I call it your soul's work, like really infusing your heart and your soul into what you do, then you can say, okay, well, I was going to do this kind of program course or retreat or workshop or whatever, but that just doesn't really feel good to me. So I'm not going to do that anymore. And this person invited me to do this thing, but that just doesn't feel quite aligned either. So I'm not going to do that anymore. But this person over here told me something that just felt so right up, you know, my alley. And that's what I'm going to go spend my time and my focus on. So if we're able to do that, I think we start to to not only change our lives from our from a personal perspective to having more joy in what we do, making more money with ease, um, but it also becomes fun again because I think that's what business is supposed to be. It's supposed to be, yes, a lot of hard work, and you can't escape the work, but it's also supposed to be something that you want to do because you chose to do it, right? You chose to become an entrepreneur and put yourself in that arena um, where, to me, it is easier to, to get a job, but if you're going to do the work and it should be something that you actually care to do. Right. I agree. And I love how you 
intertwine your fun side, like your random outbursts of songs, and, you know, you share your time with your beautiful daughter, and you also, you know, you show so many different dimensions of Tiffany, and you do it so well. So, you know, I am really inspired by you and how you just, like I said, you have this positive aura about yourself, and you allow yourself to go through the process of the shift and, and getting clarity, and then when you get off of alignment, how you realign, you you just do a really good job at demonstrating how to do that in the world that we live in. So I want to end this interview on a positive note, and I want to ask you, because we all know what's going on in the world, and it just seems like a lot of chaos is happening around us. So can mm-hmm. you give us one word, well, one piece of advice for how to navigate through this tremendously large shift that we had as a country um, with a new president and with all of the recent backlash that's happened as a result of, um, you know, the inauguration and just everything that's going on in the world. I noticed you posted a couple of things. You're going to Washington this week, and you are really – taking action towards making your contribution and making things maybe a little bit better within our um, government and our country. So can you give us just one piece of advice on how to um, stay positive during this time in our country? Sure. Um, It's not easy. (laughs) I mean, I find myself definitely, like, I remember I think it was Saturday that I was just – definitely energetically drained by, you know, by what is going on and what is happening. But what I have to do with myself, and it's something, a check-in that I have to do with myself every day, it's, okay, and what? So this just happened, and what are you going to do about it, right? Well, are you going to complain? Are you going to feel fear and allow them to scare you, you know, with all the possibilities? Or are you going to try to take some kind of deliberate action that actually makes a difference, whether it's in excuse me, whether it's in your life or in the lives of of others. And so for me, with this, and actually in the light of this election and and this major shift that is happening, not only in our country, but kind of like this universal shift, I've included that into my business, (laughs) Um, where now I will be talking a lot more on politics. I will be talking about conscious leadership. I feel like that is the key. Um, to to really changing the world right now because as we see, you know, there will always be people that lead. And they will either lead us into a time of hope and progress and and prosperity, or they may lead us into division and fear and angst. Um, and so you kind of have to choose what type of leader you're going to be. And so my advice to stay positive is to think, how can you be a positive life? So what is it that you are going to do? to counter what I call countering the chaos? What is it that you're going to do today, you know, in your personal life, the conversations that you have with your family or with your friends or how you show up in your business um, to to inspire the next person to take action, to actually help the next person live in their purpose, whatever it is, you know, we all kind of have important roles in the cog of development. Um, So what is it that we're all going to do? And so it motivates me more than ever, really, to mobilize, uh, mobilize an army of now what I call an army of conscious leaders who are on a mission 
to really change the world in a positive way, to shift things forward so that we can continue to progress and not move back. And, and that alone motivates me every single day to wake up and get to work. <laughs> if nothing, if, if, if my whole life wasn't already motivating me to wake up and get to work, seeing the state of the world um, the way it is right in this exact moment definitely motivates me to do that. And I would hope that it motivates everyone to show you that things yeah. can happen in an instant, both on the positive and the negative side of things. And if we don't change it, then who will? You know, who are we waiting for to come save us? Like, there is no Batman or Superman. I think all of us are the embodiment mm -hmm. of a superhero, and we have to do our part to to mm -hmm. save what we love. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I do agree with you there on, you know, it's not about making the complaints and, you know, the facts are out there and it's not like hidden information. It's what are you going to do with it? So that was a good question that you proposed. And I think going forward for me, I do plan on, you know, being more involved, like you said, conscious leadership and making sure that we're not just talking about the problems, that we're, we're doing our own individual part to um, bring a positive solution. So that's, you know, where I am with it as well, and really just making sure that I stay connected to and in alignment with positive people who are trying to make the best out of the situations that we are in, uh, rather it be in politics and what's going on in the world or in our own personal lives. I really believe that staying plugged into positivity as much as possible is really a major game changer. And um, you do a great job at it, Tiffany. Like, I'm serious. Aww. You do a really good Thank job you. at demonstrating, you know, you ex you do a good job at expressing how you feel, like your views, but you also come back with a solution or um, a proposal for a solution. And I applaud that because we don't see too much of that now. I think everybody has just kind of drowned in their negativity. And it's important that we just find people to tap into that will motivate us to get up and take some action. So thank you for being such a positive light in our world. And um, I'm thankful that you took some time out of your busy schedule to chat with me and talk about clarity and being in alignment. I know I'm going to go back and probably listen to this a million times. <laughs> I wanted to, um, before, before we end it, because I just wanted to touch on positivity really quick. Because one thing that I see, especially in the world of, of politics, because it doesn't seem very positive, <laughs> um, is that there's a, they're the flip side of those who are just like, well, why don't you stop talking about it and just be positive, right? Just be positive all the time mm -hmm. and unicorns and rainbows. And that isn't. Because you talk about issues, because you're aware of issues, because you're trying to do something that actually impacts us all, doesn't make you less positive. It makes you well-informed and a leader. Right. It's just about how you apply your positivity. Like, I don't allow or I try really hard not to allow the outside world to impact my internal being. So the world can yeah. be on fire, but I'm still going to be happy within. <laughs> and I'm going to be positive within, <laughs> but then I'm also going to take actions that are necessary to make sure that I'm fighting for what I believe in, too. So it's not like right. everything is beautiful, everything is positive, let's all just kumbaya and love, even though I would totally be down for that. Um, it's just not the world that we live in. So we have to be positive in our pursuits, you know, positive in our efforts and, and, and continue to work on our own personal growth and development. 
so that we aren't shaken to the core, quite literally, by all the things that are going on around the world. Sorry, I just had to add those last two cents. It's <laughs> a good nugget that you're throwing in. That makes a lot of sense, and you're right. It goes back to, you know, being, like you said, consciously aware of what's going on in our world because I hear a lot of people say, well, I don't watch the news, and, you know, I'm, they're just kind of, like, completely tapped out. And I do believe as leaders, because that's the only standpoint I can really talk from, is as leaders shy away from expressing our views because we're afraid that maybe the wrong person will take it the wrong way. And I just think, like you said, we need to make sure that we have that strong core that whatever goes on doesn't shake us and shift us to the point of heart, but that we can try to shine as much positive light and solution to whatever problems we're faced with. So that was a good point that you made. Um, so, Tiffany, tell us where we can stay connected with you, your website, how we can find you on social media, and if you have any special projects coming up that you'd like to share with us. Sure. Um, you can pretty much find me everywhere on the Internet uh, through Live with Tiffany. So my website is livewithtiffany.com. Um, which is where you'll see most of my videos and my content and any programs and things that I might have coming up there. Uh, and my social media is at Live with Tiffany. So I, I tried to stay pretty consistent with everything. So everything is Live with Tiffany. And let's see, my upcoming project or course that I have is the Core Academy. So the Core Academy will be launching at the end of February, early March. And that is my signature course on helping entrepreneurs um, connect to the core of who they are so that they can begin to build their thought leadership brand um, and, and get the fundamentals of how to start doing that both online and off. Okay. Well, thank you again, and thank you guys for listening to Episode 15 with Tiffany Lanier, Clarity Coach and founder of A Modern Visionary. You guys, make sure you connect with her on social media, visit her website, and just stay in contact with her. So thank you again, Tiffany, for hopping on and doing this interview with me. I know that the information you shared today will be super valuable to the listeners out there. And so congrats with everything you have going on and know that I support what you're doing and I'm rooting for you and all that you do. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by TheMotivationMaven.com, your one-stop shop for all things motivation. To learn more about advertising on Table Talk with Toddy, email info at thetoddybrand.com.